The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am I'm ready for it to be over. Well, but I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. I had some issues with the scene. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it. All right, so this is uh, Fellowship of the Real. This will be uh, the first official episode of season two. Yay. So uh, we did, what, 16 uh, movies for season one? Yep. And we stopped for the holidays. We we're got to do 116 this time. We're just Yeah, so uh, one a day what, for... We're going to do what we do. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, so 365 movies next... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and this pick, uh, first That's pick... season four when we're like, this is our job. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully. Right. Yes, if you would send us 50K, we'll give you 10K. Just give me the 50K. <laughs> right. uh, this was what? Sherry's pick. Yes. Yep. This was The Wedding Singer. Now, we all have our comfort movies. For, okay, so for me, th- I think maybe this is Sherry's Big Lebowski. Like, Big Lebowski I've seen hundreds of times. And I think maybe Sherry has seen this one at least that many. Uh, yeah. At least once a, a month, I probably turn it on and listen to it. Okay. <laughs> Just yes. to have it. In the background, well, what what I, I like to do is turn it on and sing along. Sure, with the songs. There's so many good soundtrack. songs. Oh my great goodness, soundtrack. so many good. Yeah, songs. Well, you all. What you get with a Sandler movie is usually uh, a great soundtrack. Uh, Sandler, uh, me and Sherry are a little bit older than Chris and James, and so Sandler is essentially you're a little bit older. Sorry, yeah, he's, Sandler is uh, essentially our generation. So we watch these movies, and Sandler is putting stuff in there. That that uh, you know is our time frame. Let's all this music, of course, you know this kind of thing. So, well, the movie is supposed to take place in 1985. Yeah, 85, which is the year that I graduated high school. Yeah, I, I graduated in '86, and I think Adam Sandler graduated a year before me. So I think, I think he's like a year, or yeah, a year older than me. Yeah, James and I were four and two, right? Yeah, thanks. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I thought we were going around the table saying how old we were. <laughs> We just graduated like diapers and stuff, you know? I, me and Phil at the same time were probably pooping our pants for different reasons. That's That's right. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. James, because he hadn't learned yet, and me, because I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That obviously will be deleted, so I'm teasing. (laughs) That's a bumper right there. Come on, poop's funny. Yeah, poop is funny. Uh, Pretty poops. No, that's a a bumper. That whole exchange right there is going in somewhere. It's got to. <laughs> My goodness! As the podcast grinds to a halt, okay. What do you? What do you? Oh, you got the. Oh, yeah. So she has interwebs and phones again. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. So the wedding singer, uh, money critics fans. Okay, so I would have expected this to be higher. Uh, it's not bad numbers, but I would have expected it to be higher because because this movie is a cult classic. I think. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times. People who love this movie love it. Uh, tomato meter sixty nine percent of the critics gave it three and a half stars or above. And 80% of the audience gave it three and a half stars above. So 69% of fans, uh, of critics liked it and 80% of the fans liked it, which to me, I think it should be higher, uh, you know. Well, if you look at the box office, that's that's crazy numbers for that kind of rating, I would think. And Oh, yeah. Oh, th- no. This is one of uh, Adam Sandler's kind of most well-regarded films. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, an earlier film, but yes, uh, the uh, budget was just $18 million. Uh, it made that its opening weekend. Okay, so $18 million, opening weekend, $18,685,000. 
$865,000. 18 million, it made its money back the first day, first weekend. Uh, domestically, it went on to make $80,000 and then worldwide- 80 million? Uh, 80 million domestic. It's 80 million, $245,000. Uh, international 43 million for a worldwide of 123 million dollars on an 18 million dollar budget. That's gigantic. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Well, he hires all his friends too to be. In yeah, that, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. The guy that wrote this, Tim Her- Herlihy, sorry, Tim Herlihy. <laughs> that's a name. Uh, did the Wedding Singer, Pixels, Happy Gilmore, Hubie Halloween. He was in these. He wrote these. No, he wrote these. He wrote these. So he's the writer, Mister Deeds. N- Little Nicky, all of these are Adam Sandler. Um, yeah, the Hubie Halloween, that's a Sandler, right? Yeah, yeah Hubie yeah, Halloween, uh, I recommend it. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. I do not. So yeah, I, I was all of all of Adam Sandler's movies that you've seen. This guy wrote. So as far as him hiring his friends, yeah, it's basically yeah, the Adam Sandler movie company and um, it's Happy Madison, I, right? Yeah, can I happy, yeah Happy Madison Productions? Yeah, you got the synopsis. Yeah, can I go ahead and read it because my, my phone's about to die. Okay. Okay. Um, set in 1985, Adam Sandler plays a nice guy with a broken heart who's struck in one of the most romantic jobs in the world, or who's stuck in one of the most romantic jobs in the world, a wedding singer. He loses all hope when he is abandoned at the altar by his fiance. He meets a young woman named Julia, who is played by Drew Barrymore, who enlists his help to plan her wedding. He falls in love with her and must win her over before she gets married. Yeah. Uh, again, um, this movie gets you in the feels, I think. Well, it definitely does. Yeah. I, I, don't I do think, have feelings. <laughs> we haven't reviewed a, a romantic comedy or talked about one. Not it's, yet. I, yeah, she's right. This is our first. Well, theoretically, so, since they were saying, oh, dear, what is she going to pick next? I thought, well, I'm going to pick a romantic comedy, sure. but I'm going to pick. One that I yeah I think that everyone no no like. no absolutely well te- technically we wanted to say that Blind Date was a romantic comedy but I called it a monster in the house and I think it is just because uh, you know she's anyway you can check out that review there is some debate whether it wasn't funny either so yeah but it tried to be anyway you can check out our review of that um, anyway but yeah so Back I think season this, one right this is. Uh, yeah, so I think this is the first bona fide romantic comedy. Yeah, that we. Uh, yeah, which which um, she was asking me what the genre was, and and Blake Snyder doesn't have a romantic comedy genre, but I I, I want to call this buddy love because he it it's the idea of two people, uh, and you can he he wants to say you can have a two hander which is two people or a three hander which is a triangle or two couples which is a four hander, so I, he calls it buddy love, but that is a broad definition to include say like Lethal Weapon and. Uh, Harry Met Sally. I think right. he includes both of those as buddy loves. For a recap, just so you want to run through the, yeah, the three uh, requirements for a buddy love? Yeah. Um, so he doesn't have a romantic comedy category. Yeah, like romantic comedies and, to what you're saying, romantic comedies and buddy cop movies are the same genre according to Blake Snyder. Yeah, same They're structure. all under buddy love. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Okay, so are you in love with your buddy, buddy love? It's about an incomplete hero who is missing something, physical, ethical, or spiritual. So an incomplete hero, a counterpart, who makes the completion come about. Uh, or in the case of a three-hander, story about a triangle, or a four-hander, story about two couples, has qualities the heroes need, and a complication, be it a misunderstanding, personal, or ethical, this kind of thing. So I think if you uh, are having a, a romantic comedy, which is, I think, what this is, it's going to be a buddy love. Yeah, where, like, if you take, and I'm sure we'll review it at some point, but, like, Lethal Weapon, right? Like, Martin Riggs is the incomplete hero, and Mar- and uh, Roger Murtaugh completes him, right? Um, yes, uh, I was... And their complication is them having to work together. The the young rogue, you know, yeah, um, and the, the old, by the old school, by the book guy. Yes, there there is, uh, I'd have to go back and read it, but I, if I remember, Snyder almost wants to say that uh, Murtaugh is incomplete because he's... He, yeah, it's a two-hander. Two-hander. Yeah, he, yeah I was trying to simplify. They, they yeah. compliment it because Murtaugh is in the tub and he's... I'm ready for retirement. Ready, you know, I'm gray in the beard and... Yeah, and, uh, yeah Riggs' bring, craziness makes him young again. In yes, a way. and yeah. and, and, and Murtaugh makes Riggs not so crazy. You guys got me fired up. What movie are we reviewing here? Lethal Weapon? The the, the, the lethal, lethal Wedding Singer, I yes. think. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe John, only John Wick meets. Yeah. That's right. Maybe only two or three guys in the whole world could sing a song like that. You know, it's the only thing I was ever good at. Anyway, oh, 
Uh, okay, so there's a bumper for you. Yeah, there you go. Um, Bullets, guts, and wedding cake. That's right. <laughs> that is your tagline. Uh, blood on the icing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we write a movie right now. All right. Uh, so um, we're good with the intro on Wedding Singer. Uh, this is a cult movie. Sherry has seen it a million times. Is it a cult movie? Cult has a big cult following. Um. Well, I don't. Um, I. I because it was successful out of the gate, I would say a cult yeah, following cult can't is, be successful. You don't think, okay. by, by definition, yeah, yeah, all right, because yeah. it did make a shit ton of money. Yeah, it so. definitely still stands the test of yeah, time. Yeah, it, it's 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 people's at least one person's favorite movie. One of you know Sherry's seen it a bunch of times. I liken it to the Big Lebowski. I've seen a Big Lebowski a million times, so this is her Big Lebowski, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, as far as discomfort, ninety eight. Okay, I I don't even remember it going coming out to the theaters. Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. I didn't see uh, it, it in the theater. theater Big sure. Lebowski, yeah? yeah. No, well, this one, this one. Oh, this one. Okay, this okay. One. Yeah. What movie are we yeah. reviewing? <laughs> That's going to be the theme of season two. What movie are we yeah, reviewing? Yeah. Just playing. All right, all right. But yeah, we saw Wedding Singer, and yeah, since I've seen a lot, I don't think we've seen it a million times. Um, and I don't think I can classify it as one of my comfort movies, but we've seen a lot and realized that. Very quickly when we started watching it and we were saying all the damn lines, you know. Sure. Yeah. It's one of those movies that sneak into your subconscious. Yes. Yeah. We we, we watched this and then Sherry was like, we could, let's just watch it again. I'm like, right now? Yeah. yeah. Let's just put it on again. Well, and when I hear some of the songs on the radio, I'm sitting there going, I'd rather hear Adam Sandler sing that than to yeah, hear. Yeah. Now, now Sandler's got chops musically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I listened to it half the time for the music. Yes. Uh, him and... um. The, the night show who uh jimmy fallon jimmy fallon his impersonations like he does neil young or springsteen yeah, he does very good job. oh my god yeah. yeah he he's also amazing uh, anyway uh all right so wedding singer uh what movie are we reviewing sorry we are reviewing a movie this time right <laughs> Whew, see that's 12 minutes we can just cut right out all right opening image uh now i did find that the structure was a little squishy in places but and and i and 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 I, I reviewed it according to Buddy Love genre. There is a hard and fast romantic comedy genre uh, that is very, very structured. I did not review it according to romantic comedy beats, but that is a, a another way to look at it. But romantic comedies have a rock solid structure. Uh, I mean, down to the second, uh, and and very, very tight. So I don't know if this meets that. We looking at it from this particular kind of structure and. and Excuse me, it seems a little squishy. Not totally bad, but a little squishy. Uh, so I have as my opening image um, a wedding singer at the top of his game, content. This is my opinion. Chris and the others obviously will say what they think. Top of his game, content with where he thinks he is supposed to be and with who he is supposed to be with. When this movie opens, he is he is the red hot wedding singer, man. And, you know, you're a good wedding singer. That's a good wedding singer. You know, he saves the day. He's keeping couples together. He's helping kids throw up. He's he's fixing the being. He is everywhere. He thinks he need. He thinks his life is set. Well, he's he took Steve Buscemi, who was drunk, giving the speech, and like, all right, buddy, and he <laughs> he gracefully got that out of there. Got the wedding back yeah. Hype up. Yeah, he was on top of his game. Yes. So he Adam oh, playing guitar now. <laughs> self-taught yeah, self-taught no lessons <laughs> you're a moron <laughs> I'm a person too pop <laughs> see what I'm talking about it's, I mean it, it's a great movie it really is a great movie alright um, another uh, A-list actor that's like giving it his all you know Steve yeah, Simi just playing the- and did his own singing and everything like oh, yeah. at the end at the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Robbie I, and Julia. I can't sing, yeah. but yeah, that's him. Julia. There you go. Thank it's you, James. It's true. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah. That's nice. I, when I hear it on the radio, I still think that's Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi at the, at end? the end. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's really him singing in the movie, not the real song. Right. No, but uh, in the movie, Steve in the Buscemi movie, he's singing. Yeah, because he's a wedding Lovitz. singer at the end or whatever. Or at least, I don't know if he's actual, but he's up there on stage singing. Buscemi? Yeah. Yes. 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 Did I miss this? How did I miss this? At the very know. end at the wedding? Yeah, at the wedding. And John Lovitz in the middle, he does his own singing in that middle bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, yes, yes. He's he's the band, He's the wedding singer at the end. I, I, yeah. Golly, all right. Yeah, because the the it fades out on the you hear Buscemi singing Robbie and Julia or whatever. And it, okay, all right. The camera, you know, irises out on them. <laughs> Did you watch? This yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. What movie are we, I remember reviewing? them I, them fading out on on Robbie, Robbie and, Julia. and Julia, but I, and that's Steve Buscemi singing. Yes, yeah. correct. Oh my god! They show him. 
Okay, I guess at that point I'm self-taught, no lessons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all, all right. right. Well, I'll have to go back because I've seen it a bunch of times. I guess I never. I guess I'm always just you know shutting it down at that yeah, point. Yeah, your maybe your eyes are really blurry because you're crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crying. he's looking for the tissues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, I'm always looking for the Kleenex. All right. Uh, set up. All right. So that that's my opening. I mean, I, you, I agree with that. Yeah. No, he's. Uh, I just wrote down like optimistic. You know, yeah. he's romantic. Like he's. You know. Yeah. He's he's confident. He he's he's helping he, others. But he believes in love 100% at this point. Yes. Where oh, later yeah. on, he does not. Yeah, he thinks he's everywhere yeah. he needs to be. All right. The setup. Uh, a good winning singer. A stable life engaged. The unsung hero helps everyone. Uh, Julia Sullivan, a waitress, a bit lost herself. Engaged to someone less than worthy uh, that we know. Maybe she doesn't completely know it yet. Uh, I wrote, doing all the work in the relationship. And I think, I think she suspects but doesn't want to admit that it's as bad as it is yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because it's a it's a sure thing because he's got money, he's got sure you know, and 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 yes, security, security, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> uh, Robbie's fiance Linda leaves him at the altar, and now he goes into a spiral. And I thought maybe this was oh, we can't just skip over that like that. So it was a bad note. Oh yeah, right? yeah, sure. <laughs> there was a note. <laughs> so it was a bad. She said she's not right. coming. I, I <laughs> indicated she's not coming, so it was a bad note. Yeah, right. Um. He yes, goes in there and he he smashes the mirror or whatever yeah. when he's in there, and then you hear like the the audience reaction. Like I don't like I've noticed this before. Like they're like they cringe like something really horrible happened. Like sure. somebody died or something. And what's his name? Uh, the boy George wannabe starts crying. George. Oh so, yeah, mascara. Yeah, it's just George. Yes, yeah, right. George. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Alexis Arquette. Yeah, you skipped that too on the setup when uh, he's in there. Uh, you know, he knows the one song. Hey man, you got to get back in. They're there. turning, they're, on, they're, George, they're turning they're on George. Turning on George. <laughs> Lay thought that was funny that he just knew the one song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's Arquette. That's right. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. Lexus Arquette, the Arquette family. Uh, we did Scream with her oh, brother yeah. David. Yeah. And, uh, another another link. Alexis. Yeah. What's well, now we got to do True Romance so we can get Patricia oh, Arquette in there. Oh, Patricia Arquette in True Romance. <laughs> Drew Barrymore was in Scream too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes, she was. Very nice. Yes, she was. Was in what? Drew Barrymore was in Scream. Drew Barrymore was in Scream. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nice. Right, we're at seven degrees of separation here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, our kid in True Romance. Oh my God! Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so Mitch just tastes like speaking pizza. of what, what movie are we reviewing? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the season two of our podcast separation. has a new name? Six Degrees of Separation. You know, your sister met Adam Sandler. Yeah, in Hawaii. What? Well, they, they were in Hawaii. And, uh, I guess Debbie was there, or whatever. And at a luau, they uh, met him and um, what's and, the, and they did. Uh, oh, can I have your David Spade? Thing? Yeah. 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 And how'd they go? Yeah, they got. I mean, I guess they got pictures with them, and they yeah. were they were nice to them. I mean, all right, so they weren't dicks or nothing. Good. No, 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 no. no if it no, wasn't no, ever answer, we wouldn't be like, you know doing the rest of this podcast from this episode. No, I, I think Fuck they. But no, he was a good guy. So that's good. Yeah. No, I I think he probably would have preferred to be left alone. Sure. But they were very understanding. Nice it, yeah, yeah, nice about it. Uh, David Spade and uh, Adam Sandler. Well, David Spade, the picture looked like he really enjoyed. Yeah, David Spade probably. <laughs> He was probably. Let's do another, you know. Yeah. He was just happy to be in the room. Damn. Uh, David Spade's great. No, he he is. Uh, uh, Robbie's fiance Linda leaves him at the altar. So, so I thought that initially was the catalyst, but I don't. I'm not pegging it as the catalyst yet. I think it's still his ordinary world. That would be his one of his bumps, right? His call to um, I, do what you're supposed to do. Maybe because maybe. I think the the call to action. Okay, in, in a romantic comedy, the. The, the, the call to action is always going to be the call to love. And he doesn't really start hooking up or pursuing Julia Gulia till a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? That, right. This is where I thought it was squishy because I, I feel like his call to action has to be Julia. He has to be, you know, that's, that's going to be his motivation. That's going to be what he wants, what he's going to be after. There's going to be setbacks. You know, the storming of the castle is going to be going get her. This kind of, so I, that's why I didn't peg this as the catalyst. Chris, you got... Yeah, I had, I, I had that is, I mean, yeah, he gets dumped at the altar. Like, here's this guy who's hopefully romantic. He thinks his life is set, like you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. I had that as a catalyst. He gets, he gets dumped. Cause after that, it's the, like the whole like, yeah. debate thing. I can't do it anymore. I can't be a wedding singer. Like he, he tries and I'm jumping ahead, but the whole yes. love stinks bit, which is very, very funny yes. and very clever. And, right. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Cause he's trying to do his job that he used to do that he yeah. used to love. But and then the is... dad's getting fucking pissed cause he's doing a terrible job at it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. But, uh, He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. Right? Yes, uh, yes. I'm calling all this 
his, but yeah, his, I mean, to your point, he does not fall in love with Julia till later. I mean, they've already met and all that stuff, but yeah, had he not met Julia, he'd have stayed in the spiral. She's the B story, right? If, if you look at it from Catboy's stuff, she's B story, which is thirty, right? Page thirty, you know, down the road. Not, but yeah, romantic comedy. Yeah, it's it's got to be the falling in love. But uh, yeah, all right, all right. So I, I think all right, so, all right. I can see. I can. I can buy that. Uh, he he does. Uh, he does have this conversation with Linda. Linda shows up uh, and explains why she didn't want to marry him. We can wait. No, I don't want to ever marry you. You were a rock star and you know, you're you right. a wedding singer. Right. I'm in love with Robbie five years ago or whatever. Robbie, yeah. you, you come to the realization that, yeah, Adam Sandler was crushing it in life here. Yeah. But he came from somewhere else. And she fell in love with the rock star Robbie yes. that was going to be going up and all that. She hoped, yeah. And which means she was in love with a potential lifestyle, not a person. Yeah. Uh, that, and that, that on a personal note, that hit me pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I was the presence of Christmas time. Didn't do it, but this did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I do have a little bit of a heart. Yeah. So. Hard time. Uh, oh, I, I can see that. Yeah. Rob, but see, but see your history. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Robbie is happy in his town, happy in his life. Uh, Linda wanting out of the town and, and out of her life, right? And she thought, Robbie, yeah, well, why do you want to move? All of our friends are here. Yeah. Right. So he's, yeah. he is content. He Because yeah. he's going to be portrayed as this person who doesn't put a high value. He's almost like the Keanu Reeves type character. He doesn't put a, a lot of value on material possessions or wealth. Right. To, to him, love and friends and a good place to live, these are what matters to him. Yeah. And, and make so, a little bit of money is, and <clears throat> honestly, wedding singer is a, Damn good gig. No, I can you imagine. Can make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah but I mean, just um, for case more, like he doesn't care about the money because he's teaching the the, the old lady. Sure, yeah, my getting paid called Betty White, which is not her. Um, but he's getting paid meatballs. Yeah, yeah. And, and and happy that's to a good meatball. Yeah, that, that's a good meatball. She puts them in his friggin' hands. Yeah. Um, so this this is why I think it's still his ordinary world, his his setup. Okay. Now, uh, which I but I fully understand what you're saying. Uh, the catalyst I'm calling, uh. They go to the engage, the pre-engagement party of Julia's, and at that party, they sort of uh, have fun together. And so it's almost at that point that his radar starts triggering that they're – because they have a lot of fun together, and they really connect. And to me, this sets him on the path of Julia. Now, he isn't fully – That's in, when the buddy's dressed up like Michael Jackson? Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then the Glenn's buddy, uh, oh, I heard about you. You're a, yeah. You got left at your wedding. Yeah. How, how, how was that or whatever? You know? oh, I felt great. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. My parents died when I was younger. You want to talk about that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. Okay. Make sure I remember the scene right. No, absolutely. Um, uh, well, and and they, they team up to, okay, well, we're getting a little bit ahead of self. So at the, at the, I have down as the catalyst at the engagement party, they sort of connect. Yeah. Uh, and to, to me, this is okay. Now she's coming to his life. He is going to start, turning more of his attention towards her after this point. He didn't even want to go to that party. So he, yeah, his friend talked him into it. Yeah. So she was not on his mind at that point until, yeah. uh, so in terms of maybe the, the romantic the love stinks later. Or is that before this? I, I, uh, after, right? I think it's, I think it's after this, after this. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause she's yeah. there at the, cause that's when she asked him, right. Or is it before the love stinks is before, yeah, before, this? before. It is she before. sees okay, him having a hard time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, right. okay, will you help me do this? Okay. Cause she, she says, that's when you, she asked him. You to have help. to yeah. sing at my wedding. And yeah, cause yeah, we set you. a date and, and uh, he says, like, I don't know. She said, well, at least come to my party. Yeah. My engagement party. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't write that. I did write down just before this Holly, not seeing the warning signs. Cause Glenn is, this stuff matters to you. It doesn't matter to me. You plan the wedding, you know this. So he is just checked out. Big wedding. He wants a small wedding. Yeah, yeah. I owe it to her. Later we'll find. So he's a complete douche. But Holly's not seeing these warning signs yet. Uh, but I think she's sensing them. All right, so at the engagement party, they connect. So that's where I'm calling it. But I can definitely see there's no bigger catalyst than being left at the altar. So it'd be hard to argue against that. Um, so at, I guess he's doing a wedding. So at the okay, so it's at no, it's not Julia's wedding. He's at a wedding, right? And um, the kid who no, that's a, uh, that's because he's no longer a wedding singer. It's a bar mitzvah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bar mitzvah. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Because he uh, tries to do the wedding singer thing, and it ends up with the whole love stinks. Mess. Yeah, yeah. It's all punched right, out. Right. I completely thrown in the gutter at the end. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now he's doing bar mitzvahs and stuff. There's like three Jewish people in this town or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. But him and Julia have teamed up 
uh, a contrivance to get this kid to dance with her to yep. boost his confidence. So, so again, he's met her at the pre-engagement and now they're sort of tag teaming and, and interacting with each other. Right. Uh, and both are charitable and helpful to this kid. And so <laughs> you can see clearly they're, they're, they're the, a great the coolest, team. coolest, most unlosery kid in this whole Right. Yeah. And, and so this is why I think this is his sort of catalyst and call to adventure if, if it's a romance. Uh, but like you said, uh, no bigger rock is dropped in your pond than, than your fiance leaving you at the altar. So I guess I could see that, uh, at the wedding, teaming up to help with the kid. Now she wants, so she's now trying to rope him in closer. Help me plan my wedding. I don't want to. So he's almost debating at that point. I can't do that. No, it's not, you know, but she's like, well, no one else will help me and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, they wind up working together to plan her wedding. Again, now they're moving closer in each other's circles. Yeah, that's what happens is breaking into Because like you said, I definitely saw the debate and then he, he agrees. You know, he doesn't, yeah, he didn't want to. I mean, he's not even being a wedding singer anymore. He's doing bar mitzvahs and stuff. Yes. Uh, I think I didn't, I, might, I, might, I didn't write down the heading, but I think that's where I have it also because then I have the fun and games after. At the wedding, teaming up, can't help with the wedding. He's debating, but then he, then he, he does decide to help her, so I see that as as a break into two. Uh, they're confused as a couple. They're talking maybe to the caterer, the older woman. Yeah, and she thinks they're a couple. They, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. And we're brother and yeah, sister. Photographer. And the photographer. Yeah, see, she knows. But but the, the, they're confused as a couple. Your facts right, sir. Yeah. That's right. Uh, confused as a couple, and they, and they wind up you know horsing around together, and oh, we're brother and sister. So right away, you can see these two. They may not know it, but other people see it. Yeah, no, they have a connection. Yeah, they, they'd probably be in a, in a, oh my gosh, Linda didn't have it. And, and, and yeah, she definitely doesn't not have Glenn, a yeah. Glenn. And, and uh, all the couples that she refers to, and I know y'all are too young. Oh, you know, it's very funny. They all these, break up, though. Yes, That's I know like, y'all yeah. are too young for to know who these people were. But yeah, I remember back in the day when all these people, you know, like Trump, um, Donald and Ivana, oh, you know, all the ones that oh, yeah. they did Sonny eventually. Cher, right? Didn't she, didn't she say that too? Isn't that one of the couples she mentioned? I don't know that. So Sonny and Cher? No? Maybe. I don't oh. remember. I just remember all those couples. I'm sitting there laughing. Mm. Bert and Lonnie. Yeah, they yeah. all. No, okay. That's funny. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so th- now we're into the fun and games, right? So I just, I just listed them and we can obviously want to talk about any of them. Hiring the caterer, the wedding singer, uh, Robbie's song, uh, somebody kill me. I love that. The whole, yes. Uh, just so you know, I was listening to the cure a lot when I wrote, this. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote part of it when I was with Linda and part of it when I was after. And now there's the, the close up on, on Sandler when he's, you know, pretty, pretty, please. You feel like, it. You know, he, like he, he was selling, I mean, he's like yeah. screaming. His eyes are uh, <laughs> yeah, watering because he's just screaming, you know. And Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore helps sell it too. You can see her feel his pain. Yeah, sure. Yes. You know, it's funny and you're laughing. Like it's, yeah. You can, yes. Uh, <laughs> John Lovitz does not feel for him. No, no, he's a uh, uh, sophisticated mama. I had a whole secret. <laughs> John Lovitz, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, Every time thank I you. see him, I just think of jealous. You just, you just helped me, you just uh, helped me be convinced to hire a DJ, you know? <laughs> right. Well, good luck hiring a DJ can move like this, you know? And they move like this. That's good. And all. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so. Picking desserts and dresses, the limo driver, the, the test kiss, and then the double date are what I'm listing as yeah. uh, the uh, fun and games. He had like three cones. It could have been wedding guests, oh, yeah. wedding guests at her or guests at her wedding. Yeah. There were cones. Yeah, we always always quote, there were cones. There, there were cones. cones. Uh, we, <laughs> I think it's the way he says it. He just says yeah, it Yeah. Yeah. No, every time that comes on, we're always saying, there are cones with them, you know. Uh yeah, it's funny that because uh, that's one of the parts we quote as well. So it's yeah. interesting how that <laughs> becomes this quotable, you know, one of the quotes you pull from this movie. Yeah, yes, because like it's not particularly witty or original. No, no. They were cones. <laughs> it's got to be his delivery. Well, that, he, that gets of course, I'm going to hire him. He's the only. He's your friend. He's the only limo driver in town. You know, but they're basically fucking with him because you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Forcing through this stupid obstacle course. <laughs> You're not going to make it, man. And throwing them in there and yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, it's one of those things that I, if I were to quote in public, I wonder if anyone would know what I'm saying. That's what. You yeah. Know, right. You know. Well, it'd be fun if they didn't. That way, the experiment. Start walking around going, there were cones. You know, if I see him, cones in the road. No, so that guy is the. Um, he was the caddy in Happy Gilmore. The same is that actor. right? Yeah. 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 Because he's standing there with no pants on and stuff. Yeah. If you've ever seen Grandma's Boy, 
that yeah. one is it's yeah. an Adam Sandler Happy Madison production. Adam Sandler's not in it. Yeah. But it's got him in it, Nick Swartzen, uh wait, the grandma from Everybody Loves Raymond, I forget her name. Oh yeah. It is hilarious. All right. Uh but yeah, he's in a lot of Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler stuff. movies, yeah. Yes. And and critics sort of uh, diss this movie because it, it seems sappy. Adam Sandler plays a very sweet guy. Yeah. You know. So it was a bad note, you know, the whole, the whole, but he's, he's, uh, even at the end, you know, uh, that song was for you, you know, uh, he's, he's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. No, like he's, well, is different, completely like different, uh, from, uh, from Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. He's no Happy Gilmore. Character, right. yeah. okay. Even Billy Madison for that matter. Yeah. Well, that is the very reason that I will now watch, or this movie is the very reason I will now wa- uh, watch Adam Sandler movies going forward. Nice. Before... I you had I, no interest no, in no I liked him on um, SNL, but some of his movies I'm like I can't, I can't take this I I, I can't <laughs> the, the you know when he was singing that song um, that you were talking about with um he's screaming yeah somebody kill me please yeah okay I'm like okay that's kind of like a throwback to me of some of his older stuff mm-hmm. and I think that's why. You know, I've heard people say, I just can't watch any Adam Sandler movies. I'm like, not even The Wedding Singer? Because, you know, yeah. once I watched that, because I even like his movie that's on Netflix. Yeah. With, what is it, Jennifer Aniston? Is she the, the murder mystery or whatever? Yeah, it's called? yeah, yeah, yeah but there was also one where they went to Hawaii, right? Yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, family vacation. Just go with it. One. Just go with it. Just go with, just go with it. it. Yeah. That one's very good, too. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. And so I think starting with this one, I guess, is where I thought, okay, I like. I like Adam Sandler in this type of movie. Yeah, I feel like he started to branch out at this point because he had done, you know, the Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison and uh, I think he'd already done Waterboy, which is slightly different too as far as his performance. uh, But yeah, he's starting to branch out a little bit. I think this was his first rom-com for sure. Yeah, but he's got, as he's matured, he's got some chops because he's in that crime drama. I think it's on Netflix. That's the one I was talking about. Uncut Gems? No, 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 no. He's on a serious... Yeah, it's Uncut Gems is the one. Yeah, he's he's very good. Very good Uncut Gems. You're the one with Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston. Yes, Yes. that's the one I'm talking about. Uncut Gems is no rom-com. No, no, no. no. I haven't seen it, but I think it's a serious, edgy drama. It is. It is. Very much so. He's he's addicted to gambling, and his his performance is badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I need to watch that. And then the one with The Hustle, where he's... Of Scout, or whatever, basketball. Yeah, I want to see that one. I want to see that one. Both of those are in my queue. I need to see those. Absolutely. Um Waterboy and Wedding Singer came out the same year. Wedding really? Singer was supposed to come out in 97, but it uh, came out in 98. Waterboy came out football season of 98. Yeah. All right. Okay. I was thinking Waterboy was before. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was, but I was thinking it was like a year They before. were all right there together. Yeah, I think Adam Sandler had uh, been releasing once, yeah. once a oh, yeah. year from like 94, 95, 97. Yeah. Like, well, did that. I don't know. I Like I said, I didn't see this when it first came out. I don't know how long it took me to watch it because yeah. like I said, I'm like, mm. yeah, it's interesting. Well, but, yeah. And I didn't think about what you were saying and I didn't think about it until you said it, but like there are moments of like his, his other characters, like when he's talking to Linda and she's explaining to him about why, you know, she didn't want to be with him. He's yeah. like, once again, information that could have been useful to me yesterday. Yeah. yeah you can exactly. see as he goes to the yeah. yellow thing. Yeah. Yes, it very much reminded me of yeah. right. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but still the love stinks. I, I, I would watch that scene <laughs> over and over because, when he says to the bride and groom, I hate you. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I lose it every I hate time. you. <laughs> Just one more outburst out of you, sir, and I will string you with my mic- microphone. Yeah, do, you, do you understand me? <laughs> what does he say? You will listen to me because I have that microphone. <laughs> you will listen to every word I, damn word I have to say. Yeah. Right. He, can, he, is, he can do the rage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sideburns over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... the, 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 the what is it? The, it talks about the table, the um, and the mutants, mutants at table the mutants, nine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god! Uh, this guy can't just can't wait to get another something to eat or whatever. You know. Anyway, uh, all right. So uh, the double date, and and at this point, he is starting to want to protect and defend Julia. You know, uh, baiting Glenn into confessing that he's a cheater, and yeah, and this kind of thing. Uh, that and just the the before that, like when they're all there and they're all singing the the Bowie song, and then Glenn doesn't you know. Okay, we we all know the words. Yeah, like, yeah. Just yeah. establishing that he's outside of their yes. circle or whatever. And uh, again, you know, hitting on hitting on the standards, right? So uh, the test kiss, uh, 
Uh, both of them are like in a fog, you know, ju- the right. look on Julia's face after the kiss, you know, and they have to be, right. They have to be shaken back into, I just brought her the jacket, you know? <laughs> so right. clearly, uh, you know, they are being brought into each other's universes. Uh, Glenn takes Julia home, but Julia says, I think I threw up in my hair. It's my hair stink. And he smells it. He says, no, it smells great. And, you know, they, they are, and that's, and it is sappy. And I think Craig's right. It is sappy, but, it's it's good sappy. I you know I don't know why sappy. It, it can be turned into melodrama, sure. But you you you're on board with these characters, man. Well, I, okay, as far as romantic comedies go, it's a, I'd rather see this than some of those sure. really really sappy ones. Sure, it's it's not soap opera sappy. But really but, sappy. You mean anything on Hallmark? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, just, I don't oh watch God. Hallmark. Yeah, those are <laughs> uh, because because. You watch these movies and you want to believe in love and you want to believe in sweet, sweet love. And uh, yeah, you want to. You want to believe that that kind of thing can happen. And so you see it and they're, they're hitting on stuff that they know is going to get you, right? You know, I think it works. I don't I, Yeah, I agree. Absolutely does. Um, so I have a false. And it's funny. So. I have a. Yes. And it is funny. I have a midpoint false defeat. Uh, I don't know what you have, Chris. He's. Um, he realizes he's never going to get Julia. She just wants money, and he la- and there's a scene where he actually lashes out at her. Uh, I am an asshole. You yeah, know. right. Uh, uh, goes off, doesn't he? So now he thinks he's gonna. There's a lot of money out there, and I want some of it. You know, you're, <laughs> right, you're material. Right. I'm a material girl. You, 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 or, or you boy. Right. Yeah, I have a jar of money on my refrigerator. I would like to add more money to it. That's where you come in. Yeah, that's, right. Right. <laughs> that's right. Best interview ever. Yeah, I uh, wish Kevin Nealon had been in it longer. Yeah, I like him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I have this as a a false defeat. Um, what did, is that? What you have? Where? where I think that's what I had. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah he 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 is not going to get Julia. Uh, bad guys close in. And so at this point, like I said, some of the beats are either glossed over or, or, or a little squishy um, because it is a shorter movie. Hour, I think it comes in at right an hour and a half or whatever. Which hour is, 37, I believe. Yeah, hour, right so, where James likes them. Yes. And, and movies the, like this, yes. And the appropriate <laughs> time for a romance, a, rom, a rom-com. That's about right. You're going to get in, you're going to out, you're going to hit your beats fast. And it, they're usually about an hour and a half. Yeah, long. nobody's gonna sit through a three-hour rom-com. I don't think. Yes, I, I, right. Rom-coms, right. rom-coms are some of the smartest movies made from a structural and writing point because they are. You could time a clock to these things, right? Right. Now, whether this holds up to that, I, I don't. I didn't analyze it that way. But generally, rom-coms are the tightest structure and most well-written movies. Agreed. Uh, out there. Um. Uh. So bad guys close in. Uh, he has this conversation with his with his friend in the bar. I'm going to be like you, man. We're just going to, you know, we're going to be free and easy and happy. He says, I'm not happy. I'm miserable. I just yeah. want somebody to hold me. Yeah, he thought, he thought his friend had it figured out, but. Yeah. Yes, but it's a veneer. And then the old guy comes over and holds him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come, but uh, the bad guys close in. I have is those who seem happy getting lots of chicks are lonely and miserable. So the, the, the reality is starting to set in. All that happiness is not real happiness. Uh, so I then immediately have an all is lost false victory because like I said, I don't think there's a lot of material spent on that beat. I think it moves very quickly. Mm-hmm. What's your all is lost? All is lost false victory. Uh, at, I guess almost in that bar as well, or maybe it's later. Anyway, he, uh, he knows he loves her. He's going to go get her. He makes a decision. No, I'm going to get her. Yeah. It's after the bar. He tells him, you know, this life is terrible. Yeah. You know, go for it. Go f- Go get her, yes. basically, what his friends tell him. That's before he gets punched in the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, yes, because he comes back to the bar, and then he sees Glenn. Yeah. yeah. Outside. Yes. Oh, yeah. The fight. Why are yes. you doing that to her, man? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, because that's what, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and I, I had the same thing, cause, yeah, because he goes to, to um, and I guess, a classic misunderstanding scenario. He goes to, you know, confess his love to her, and he sees her all happy sure. in, the, in the wedding yes. gown, not knowing that she's talking about him. Yes. Because that's when she realizes the, the Julia Gulia thing that he had already... And I'm um, Julia Gulia. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, um, Glenn Gulia. So and I, I think he would have... Gulia's last name. I think he would have cleaned Glenn's clock had not old guy gotten in... And, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not as strong as I used yeah, to be. Yeah, Glenn sucker punches him. But, I, I you know, yeah. I think Adam at uh, Robbie at this point is... Just pissed off to, to take it, you know. I, yeah, and if he had a hockey stick, for sure. Yeah. Last <laughs> nah. I was in a fight uh, five years, but I kicked his ass. I'm gonna kick your ass too. And I, I think <laughs> yeah, he would have won. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I was looking forward to that. And then yeah, they. Uh, of they, course. You cannot have Robbie kicking his ass at this point. Right. Uh, 
Robbie is the sweet guy who's always going to lose until he wins, right? You could write a song about this. It's called I Got Punched in the Nose for Sticking It in Other People's Business. Yeah. That's like probably my favorite Glenn scene. Yeah, yeah, like the way he's, yeah, with his, his body. body. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, dick. Uh, somebody calls uh, the the girlfriend of Julia calls him Don Johnson, and later when they're picking up Julie, the car opens and it's the theme song to to Miami <laughs> oh, nice. Vice. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I knew he was dressing like him, of course. Yes. But, yeah. Well, he thinks. Yeah. And then they reference the he's going to miss Miami Vice. He's like, nope, I'm set. The rerun summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. T- totally missed the point that you're being called a douche, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, all is lost, false victory. So he's, the false victory is he knows he loves her and he's going to go get her and he thinks it's going to work. I'm going to convince her and I, you know, I think she loves me too and off I go. Dark Knight of the Soul sees her and misinterprets her actions, gets sucker punched by Glenn. So that's where I'm having my right. Dark Knight of the Soul. Uh, cause he sleeps, cause he, cause Linda comes back. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, now I don't, they do not sleep together. No. Yeah, I don't think they do. He's he well, he passes out. Yes, he yeah, and I think it's why they she have takes, him pass out in the yard because he yeah, yeah, yeah. to show that he set it up that he does not, you know, end up sleeping with her. Yes, but uh But yeah, but she makes Julia think so. Yeah. Yes. Julia again misinterprets comes by to tell him yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Yes, which is cool. Yeah. And which is a classic rom coms they miss each other, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And well, uh in that scene where she's wearing the Van Halen shirt. You know, take my shirt off before the band breaks. Oh, breaks up. Yeah. The band and they break up. Uh, yeah. You're going back to when they're at the double date and they all know the words to David Bowie's China Girl. Yeah. The whatever her name was, Linda. Yeah. It was. She sings the wrong words to wake me up before you go go. Yes. She oh, does. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. If you, it's wake me up before you go go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo yo. She says, don't leave me hanging on. Blah 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 blah. I think it's, it's totally solo wrong. or something. It dr- yeah. Yes, it drives me crazy every time because <laughs> it's wrong. So yeah. everybody knows the right words, but her. But her. Yes. All the douchebags don't know the right words. Like yeah, exactly. Lynn didn't know the words. She doesn't know. Sure. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice. No, that's good. That is good. Yeah. Uh. At this point, Julia now will. She almost has the yeah, same you're beat. A bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she almost has the same beat as as Robbie when because Robbie went ran off to make some money. She's going to rush off to. Get yeah, and she get tells married. Glenn, "Let's go get married. Let's get married Vegas. right now. Yeah. Let's just you know." And he yeah, just waking up. All, All right, right, far out. Yeah. Right. Uh, Julia rushes to get married, going to Vegas. But they're both there are scenes where you can see they're both thinking about each other. Not yeah, yeah. So uh, this is where I have the break into three. Robbie is, and again, it, like I said, I think it happens very quickly, the last half of this movie. Uh, Robbie is going to Vegas too. Uh, Glenn won't give her the aisle seat, which is a payoff to the yeah their conversation. conversation earlier. And then, yeah, naturally, Cart comes by and nails her in the elbow. Yes. <laughs> that looks like it really got no, her no, too. Dude, yeah. do you hit your funny bone or elbow? It's, it hurts like a mother, yeah. I, oh, my gosh. Uh Storming the castle. Okay, so Glenn won't give the house. He's storming the castle on the plane, going to find her and stop them. So oh, he had Flock of Seagulls before the... Before uh, getting right, on right, the plane. yes. Do you like Flock of Seagulls? I can see you do. Yeah. That's such uh, a good way to get out of a conversation about that kind of stuff. It looks you good like on you. This? Oh, man, looks great. Yeah, looks good on you. Are you going to pay me back? Uh, no, but if you don't, give me your card. I'm going to tell them what you said at the bar, you know? Right. Uh, that kind of sets up the... I don't know if they end up together or not. Um the yeah, I think the so. Sister, I think they do. Yeah, because the, the yeah, the friend. friend uh, yeah. Right. So I think at that point she's like, "Oh, it's so sweetie," or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of wrapping up his because he he was miserable and he wants the audience to know that this guy's not gonna be miserable anymore. Or right. Because he's right. lovable now. You know that behind that exterior. Sure. Of you know the the womanizer type right. of guy, the player that it's actually a good guy, not like Glenn Gulia. Yeah, there's no Glenn redemption Gullia. for Glenn. He's face down in the. They shove him in the airport, uh, the airplane bathroom, whatever. Uh, yeah, so storming the castle on the plane, going to find her and stop them. And she, he doesn't know she's on the plane. He, I don't know where she's. I'm have to just look everywhere and hope to, right. you know, uh, gathering the team, Billy Idol and the passengers. You know, Billy Idol is going to lead the to help him lead right. the charge. Uh, yeah, the last time I watched that. I was like, you know, he's sitting in first class and the first thing he says is, there's a girl I love and I'm going to Vegas to stop her wedding. Yeah. And the one lady, it has, you have to have that one lady turn around and go, oh, that's so sweet because that is creepy as shit. <laughs> he's like, wait, this girl that you're just infatuated with, you're going to Vegas to stop her wedding? Like, <laughs> right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. It weird. Could, it could go dark pretty quick. So they had to have that lady go, oh, that's so sweet. And then. Billy Idol yeah, embrace it, you know. Yeah, yeah, he had to embrace it. Yes, absolutely. No possessions. Uh, right. The waitress, the waitress, the stewardess comes in. Some guy and coach just said I was a great egg piece of meat, and of course he knows. Uh, Julia's on the plane. I wrote. Um, 
very quickly, he uh, Billy helps him to to uh, intervene. Uh, they, the song "Grow Old with You," uh, Billy and the rest lend a hand. Uh, so he sings the song, and, and Glenn winds up in the uh, trapped in the bathroom. Get out of my way, Billy! Yeah, uh, nobody talks to Billy that way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Robbie. Uh, Robbie married. Uh, uh, he is now so the so the opening image he thought he was who he was supposed to be with. Closing image I have is he really is who he is supposed to be with, where he is supposed to be, uh, and she has no doubts and is not lost anymore. So all uh, their loose ends tied up quite nicely. And again, I didn't know Bissemi was singing that song. I guess I didn't pay attention, but yeah. So the opening image, closing image, everything neatly wrapped in a in a bow. And um, I noticed the, I guess the first time I ever noticed this, I looked behind. Robbie and Julia walking down the aisle together. They had paired um, his friend who thought he was Vonzi and her cousin. They were actually. Oh, the sister you mean? Or the, was it the cousin? Yeah. Who was it? The, the limo driver? The limo driver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were yeah, paired Sammy, in the wedding. Sammy and Holly. Yeah. Okay. So okay. They were walking down the aisle together. Y'all were oh. talking about them. And oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, that was the first time I'd yeah. ever noticed that, that they were together. Because they had a moment at the airport when he paid for it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. I mean, they had paired them up in the wedding. Oh, and so good. they were walking out yeah, together too. Yeah. So everything is. And Glenn, I wonder whatever happened to him because he was a, a junk bond salesman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't call you a junk waitress, do I? So mm. It wouldn't, didn't, wouldn't Black Friday or they call it Black Friday, whatever that was in the stock market when it crashed, wasn't that like 1988? Probably, yeah. So soon after this, he was probably well, destitute and, and broke. And then Robbie got a, a record, I mean, you know, a writing deal. Yeah, they hint that he got a... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to tell the record company about you. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Uh, now, he's in, he's in bonds. Aren't bonds like the most stable but not profitable financial? Like, because because Robbie says, well, I got a bond and I'll get $25 and... He was selling high yield junk bonds. If you ever watch Wolf of Wall Street, they kind of explain some of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's different regular bond. The people, the people selling it make the most money. Okay. The people buying it, the people selling it, whatever. But the people giving the transactions like what Glenn was, they're just sharks. They're okay. Yeah. That, so douchebaggery all around. So when the market crashes, yeah, they're the first. I like thinking he never made it off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah, but I don't killed him. Well, the, the big dude killed him. Uh, Dell was on that plane, and he winds up in his trunk. <laughs> that's, true. Oh. that's true. That's right. That's right. That's what's in. That's the who's trunk. in. In the trunk. trunk is Glenn. Uh, <laughs> yes. Again, a, a very compact, fast little movie, but one that I think hits at all those places and is clearly a favorite. The soundtrack really keeps it going. Yeah, this is one of the greatest soundtracks. I mean. People who like to collect that stuff, this is in their collection. Yeah. It's got all the good stuff to it. So that helps propel the movie, keep it lighthearted. Yeah. I absolutely love the song at the end. Um, Wanna Grow Old With You? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Adam Sandler wrote that, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you wrote it. Yeah. I absolutely it's, love that. You talk about bringing tears to you. Yeah. It's very, well, it's, not to ruin it for you guys. Not trying to, <laughs> but it's the same tune as "Somebody Kill Me, Please." Is it? I, I, see, I would not have. Somebody kill me, please. Yeah. Well, that's I cool. Grow old with you. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that's cool. Is the kind also, of orchestra sounds is. Da, na, 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 na. It sounds so happy, but so well, he okay. just took the music he wrote and he just. Well, that's, wrote a, that's a musical kind bookend, of. right? Because. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's actually quite brilliant. It's two different songs. Uh, yeah, but this is how he felt at one point in the yes. same song, and then now he wrote the same song later, but feeling completely yeah. different. That's actually yeah. a, a layer that I was not aware of yes. that I, makes me appreciate it even more. As a, as a songwriter, songs evolve all the time. Sure, so yeah. this could be, you know, somebody can we please, oh, that's a cool melody, let's do something with it later. Uh, I'm yeah. going to grow old with you. And it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it, it is so sugary sweet. Right. Uh, but... And I've seen it a bunch. I'm sure you've seen it more than I. But every time I see it, right. I feel the same way. So it's a trigger that constantly works. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they. I think it was Fallon. I think they were on Fallon or something like more recent. Drew Barrymore and, and Adam Sandler, and he like surprises her. I, I think she didn't know Adam Sandler was going to be on there. Yeah, if I remember right, you can uh, look it up or whatever. But he comes out there and surprises her, and he sings the song, and like she moves her to tears. Yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's they I'll were in blended together, up. and then they yeah. were in something else too. They, I mean, they've they've worked states. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah, they worked together has, several times together. Uh, yes, worked together several times. This is almost so they uh, enjoy working together. Uh, I, I I can't think of. I'm sure there are other like screen couples, 
but but I almost want them to be a real couple. Right. You know, right, right, right. You know. well, apparently in listening to different podcasts, listening to them be interviewed like Drew Barrymore, for instance, you know, she's been in show business all her life. Her her what was it? Her grandfather. Mm. Who was it? Was in movies or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. But anyway, it was a, a Barrymore, whoever. Yeah. Anyway, um, when she had kids, she joined like a mommy and me group that had celebrities. And she that was her first and last day. She said, I'm not into this. She wanted to be around people who weren't, you know. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew yeah. Barrymore. You know, she wanted to be around, I guess, normal people, yeah. in other words. And, and to hear... Um, Conan O'Brien talk about uh, Adam Sandler when he comes to visit. Uh, you, yeah. I, you could tell more about that. He seems to be just like a laid back kind of normal kind of guy too. Yeah, uh, we we uh, if you listen to um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. <clears throat> He's got a podcast. You know, he, he is actually making more money on that than I think he probably ever made on late night or whatever. He, he talks about it. You know that, but his podcast. <clears throat> we drove to Florida and we just. Put it on. We probably listened to thirty episodes of Conan O'Brien needs a friend mm-hmm. and d- laughing in tears. It's, he, Conan O'Brien is a freaking nut. Okay? Right. He's crazy. Yeah, I always uh, like the show. Uh, what was the point of this? Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam, Adam Sandler oh, yeah. came so by. He'll, yeah, he'll talk what about. Movie are we reviewing <laughs> right. Adam. He'll talk about Adam because I guess they live in the same neighborhood, and so Adam Sandler will will come by Conan's house. Announced. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, right? But <clears throat> you won't knock. He'll stand out in the yard. Conan! Conan, I'm here! And Conan will come out and come on in, come on in. And so Adam will come in with his kids and his kids are running around. And he's making, he'll, he'll say that he was, he wishes that, that uh, Adam Sandler would stay and visit a while. But I guess it gets into Adam Sandler's head that, well, Conan doesn't really want me here. Okay, where you don't want to see, we're leaving. We're, he's like, no, no, sit down. No, no, you don't want to see her. And so he, he spends like five minutes and then he's out the door. Anyway, he does a great impression of. That's funny. Anyway, anyway. But I mean, they both seem down to earth, yes, kind of. Yeah, he'll just show up and he's wearing his. Sweats. You sweat. see him in sweats a lot. Yes. Yeah. Like he just yeah, doesn't, just a, it's not about appearances right. or. That's what yeah. Conan is saying. He just. Non. Uh, Hollywood or non, you know. Yeah, just show up and not. A ton of money, but not. Yeah. Like, none of that's going to be. I'm going to go head. visit my friend Conan. Conan! You know. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to say That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I did want to say that, like, uh, Drew Barrymore has always been seen as sort of uh, people's sweetheart. You know, like, you know. Yeah. She obviously is a little little girl. You so see. She was burning people and burning sure, everything down. But, but uh, <clears throat> both her and, and Adam Sandler in this movie. Uh, are portrayed as almost innocent children. I, I know they're not children, but they're very sweet, yeah. sort of open people. Uh, well, she was really young when she did this movie. Yeah. But I didn't realize. I think there's, what, a 10-year difference between the two. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't realize she was as young. Or we were as close in age as I I didn't yeah. realize that oh, really? at all. Yeah, she yeah, was no, born in 75. Okay. Yeah. I thought, was, I thought she was older. Yeah. 1975. I thought. Like a nine year difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she, she comes across as very sweet. I think even yeah. in real life. So you're, you're immediately invested with both of these, I think. Yeah. Yeah. First dates is probably my least favorite of the three. With I don't like him. the concept of her having memory loss. Right. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, like it's not a bad movie. I just, I just probably, if I had to just rank them, like it's yeah. my least favorite. We're blended. I like blended a lot too. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if I've seen Blended. Have we seen Blended? We are blending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They both go to... Africa? Or oh, do they go to Africa? Yeah, it's Africa. That's it. Oh, okay. Maybe I have seen it. Because right. they, they both have kids and families from other marriages or whatever, if mm-hmm. I remember right. And yeah, they, yeah. Because it's about blending the families, yeah. I got you. Did you, did you see the Adam Sandler movie Do-Over with the... I did not. Davis was that one any good? It was really good. Yeah? I really liked it a lot. Ridiculous Six... Um, that was, that was I started okay. watching that one and I couldn't. Yeah, the, I wasn't a big. The explanation fan. about the base about baseball. Yeah, sounds exactly how baseball was made up. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, they throw the ball, strike. No, 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 that's first strike. I get three of these. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> no, no, no. You go over there. No, you can't. You can't do this. You run over. There. It's uh, yeah. That's, that's what, That's in ridiculous, ridiculous six. six. The nice. do over. What was that? What he was him uh, and uh, Spade, right? Him and Spade. Uh, yeah, it's uh, unintentional. Uh, Two down on their luck guys decide to fake their own deaths to start new identities. It's yeah, I think it's I a, a Netflix deal. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, he got a deal with Netflix for like a ten movie contract. Yeah, because it used to be with um, it was in this uh book I read. They mentioned like it wasn't about Adam Sandler or anything, but it was just about uh, it's called The Big Picture, and it was about just 
kind of what happened to the Hollywood system mm-hmm. and when like how streaming came along. Yeah. So Adam Sandler, like if you look at a lot of his old movies, they were Sony movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sony like basically like ended up like packing up their shit almost and like losing everything. Really. And so Adam Sandler ends up like just as the streamers and stuff just came on and people stopped going to the movies so much. Yeah. Um. So he that's part of the deal. He ended up signing up. Yeah. Yeah. He know, did that movie with Chris Rock. That where the six we- weeks or six the, no, the, the wedding. The wedding. It's called, it's called the wedding. We're, we're talking about where Chris, their, yeah, their, their where he's kids the, get married, the, right? Yes. That one was all right. Yeah, I like that. What was it called, though? Uh, yeah, that was Chris Rock, you said? Yeah, yeah and Chris him. Rock. Week of. The week, week of. The week of, yeah, yeah. I thought it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I still it wasn't like as good as I was hoping. Grown ups? Like grown ups? I like, gr- yeah, yeah. like grown ups. Grown ups sucks, Brad, if you're listening. No, I like grown ups. Well, I, I, to <laughs> me, it's just a series of skit comedies. I don't know. It's uh, grown ups is okay. It's, it has Selma in it. How can you? I say know, that? but it's not a story as much as it is a bunch it's, of agreed. It's funny Adam. Sequences. It's him and his buddies telling a bunch of jokes. Like the, yeah, the story it. is very weak. To me. It is. Well, I still like it. Um, no, yeah. it is funny at times, but it's yes, it's yes. not wedding singer. It's not sight Waterboy, gags. And, it's you not, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think Adam Sandler was the first guy ever in history to be awarded two Razzies. Nice, <laughs> best male actor, best best actor, best actress, and Jack and Jill. Yeah, see that one both. sucked. Yeah, that one good. Yeah, where I he, saw played, it. he played, I, I laughed the, at it. the twins or whatever. He plays both male and female. Oh, I have seen. I probably blocked that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it. one that I would uh, like to watch again. Uh, the <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck, Chuck and Larry or whatever. That oh. one was I think was ahead of its time a little bit, and I remember laughing at it. Yeah, I remember liking that one. Same with that's my boy. With yeah, uh, you like that one? I like that one too. It Adam Sandler has more hits than Mrs. I sure. Sure. I think he, I think he writes a, but I think there's, he writes to a target audience, which is not the critics, you know? Right. Uh, and I, but I think some of his stuff is better than others for yeah. sure. And I'm the perfect age for, uh, Billy Madison, happy Gilmore, yeah. all those to have hit at the right time where I can still quote. Yeah. Happy Gil, or I'm sorry. What's the Billy one where Madison. he plays the Satan's son or whatever? A little Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. That's, I haven't I didn't seen, like that one as much. I haven't seen but that. But then one. I liked oh, was it Big Daddy? Well, no, yeah, what Big Daddy was a good one. Yeah, I did see that in the movie theaters because oh, my, my nephew wanted to go yeah. see it. He I was in a, a serious one. Was it Spanglish or something? What was Spanglish? Spanglish yeah. was a serious one, and then um, Rain Over Me was another serious one. And the, the, there's the where the, it was like depressed and the the shoemaker or whatever. What's, oh, I like the cobbler. Cobbler where yeah. Dustin Hoffman was dead. I like that one. Yeah, a I haven't lot. seen that one I yet either. A whole lot. And I liked Don't Mess with Zohan, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, but, like, yeah. So I didn't like Little Nicky, but I like Zohan. I mean, I was not a fan of Zohan. He's a hairdresser or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit or if miss. you think about it, like all these movies, just like he's not afraid to like go out there with no, these no, no. Right. ridiculous comedies and these concepts. You know, right. You know, he's right. going to give a, it a he, shot. He's a working writer, man. Yeah. You know, working actor. So. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'd said earlier, but yeah, Hustle and Uncut Gems, especially Uncut Gems, like his performance alone is really, because he's not, it's not like anything else. Right. Been, right. Uh, been that, in. That's why I want to see it. So, yeah, I want to see both he's of them. He's dropping F left and right. I mean, and just mm-hmm. his, the, even he, the way he looks. Yes. You like, you forget. That's fucking Adam Sandler. Right. Right. Like, so I think, it's, yeah. It's really good. I'm happy well, to see that, you know. Well, I mean, I it's not enough movie by any, it's not going to hit you with the feels at the end, <laughs> you know, what about the end, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's a good movie just yeah. for his performance. Sure. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me. I, I really did like him on SNL. Do you remember uh, when Chris Farley, they were singing the Sloppy Joes? The sloppy Joes, Sloppy, yeah. Sloppy Joes. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, he would get out there and sing the, uh, not Christmas, it was the Thanksgiving the, song, Hanukkah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all those songs. Captain Kirk. You know. <laughs> yes. Have to. Uh, David Lee Roth, you know, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr., not a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Redheaded sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, there was a Halloween song, too. Um, oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was the... Redheaded sweatshirt? Give yeah. me some candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, was I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think we... Uh, yeah. All so, right. got to do the the past, consider, recommend? Yes, I, I recommend it. I it's, it's a comfort movie. It's a standby movie. I think it hits on all the spots and makes you feel like it's supposed to make you feel every time to me. So I yeah. highly recommend very quotable the, and hits you in all the right spots. Totally recommend uh, all Adam Sandler stuff. I would say, give it a shot. Cause even times like we were just saying before movies, you wouldn't even think of that you would like give him a shot. Yeah. He, he'll, he'll do you right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same recommend. Yeah. And of course. Uh, yes. You know, uh, yeah, your pick. Her pick, and she's seen a million times. You know. Yes. 
Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> put a bird in, please. <laughs> put a bird in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Wedding singer. Unanimous. And that is it. We are out. What I'd, I like to do is turn it on and sing along. Yeah. It's one of those movies that sneak into your subconscious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> I'm a person too, Bob. <laughs> To him, love and friends and a good place to live, these are what matters to him. Yeah. Or this movie is the very reason I will now wa- uh, watch Adam Sandler movies going forward. Nice. You watch these movies and you want to believe in love and you want to believe in sweet, sweet love. And yeah, hey, I have a jar of money on my refrigerator. I would like to add more money to it. That's where you come in. Yeah, that's, right. Right. <laughs> that's right. That is creepy as shit. <laughs> Grown up sucks, Brad, if you're listening.